This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. You did not ask for it, but you're going to receive it. And we are going to thank our friends at Wallet Hub for their wonderful contribution to today's program. Welcome to the Truth Hurts program and today's analysis of a recent Wallet Hub survey of the 50 worst run cities in the United States of America. These are places that their own residents don't even like. And so why would you want to travel there? Why would you want to go at all? If they treat their own citizens as badly as what is seen on this upcoming survey, why the hell would you want to visit there and support them with your tax money? Let's get into it, shall we? Ranked from number 50 down to number one as the worst run city in America, according to WalletHub, we have St. Louis, Missouri. Mayor Tashara Jones, the first black African-American Democrat woman to serve as the city's top executive. She presides over St. Louis, Missouri, and they rank as one of the lowest cities in terms of health and safety because of their high crime rate. Next, we move down south to Shreveport, Louisiana. That town is run by a seven-person city council and a mayor, and they finally this year elected their first Republican mayor in over 30 years. He campaigned with the support of the three previous all-black Democrat mayors. He's trying, but he's failing because the majority-minority population continues to destroy the town, score low on educational tests, and of course commit the vast majority of all the crimes in Shreveport, Louisiana. Coming in at 48 is Kansas City, Missouri, with a violent crime rate that is 146% higher than the national average. Kansas City, Missouri, has a murder rate that is five times the national average and an overall violent crime rate more than twice the national average. Quentin Lucas is the Democrat mayor who leads this wonderful place to stay the hell away from. Heading north to Dayton, Ohio, they scored low for their stagnant economy and their ridiculous number of health issues. Their unemployment rate far outpaces the national average and future job growth is pegged to lag the national average. Do you know the way to San Jose? Coming in at number 46, the Democrat-run city in the western golden end of our nation is number 46 on the list of worst places to go. We'll go to Joe Biden's hometown of Wilmington, Delaware for number 45 on the list. That's where Joe Biden's actual mansion is. The place with the basement, the garage, the Corvette, the high taxpayer funded decorative security fence and camera system that you and I paid for. Wilmington, Delaware is ranked 122 out of 149 in safety. They're ranked 134 out of 149 for their economy but rich, filthy, rich Joe Biden lives like a king. No, an emperor there. In Birmingham, they love the governor. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But at number 44, the Democrat-run city that keeps on trying to clean up its act, but keeps getting thwarted by the locals who are robbing, raping, shooting, carjacking. You get the picture. Birmingham, Alabama comes in as a Democrat-run hellhole at number 44. Lubbock, Texas comes in at number 43, and perhaps it's because they're overrun by illegal criminal lawbreaking, trespassing, invading migrants who are stealing and occupying places they should not. Back north to Ohio, the city of Cincinnati, the home of the Bengals, comes in at number 42. 
This Democrat-run, filthy city that has to constantly pander to its minority residents with phrases like, we're combating structural racism and offering universal basic income to certain minorities as their own answer for reparations as they battle high crime, homelessness, unemployment, and a city infrastructure crumbling under their very feet. Another NFL city, Atlanta, Georgia, comes in at number 41. The Democrat-controlled, crime-ridden hellhole keeps trying to improve, but like many others, their spending is out of control on things they shouldn't be spending money on, and they're constantly being dragged down by their massive crime wave. Let's head back out west to California. This time it's number 40. Bakersfield, California is ranked as having some of the most polluted air among U.S. cities. But I thought California was all about electric cars and windmills and solar panels. Nope, having some of the most polluted air in U.S. cities, ranking for infrastructure and pollution dead last, 149 out of 149 big cities. A disgusting place to visit, much less to live. We're going to head on over to Charleston, West Virginia for number 39, a nasty little Democrat-run town with a Democrat female mayor. And their crime, their unemployment, and their infrastructure issues make them the 39th worst place in the USA. Heading back north to Toledo, Ohio, holy Toledo, the 60% Democratic Party town ranks 596 out of 607 in that state for public schools. The Democratic ruling party keeps their thumbs on the necks of the minorities who fill the jails there thanks to the massive crime wave. Are you planning another weekend of total lockdown, quarantine, or forced isolation? Has the two weeks to flatten the curve lie finally sunk in and you just want to get away? Republican Land Vacations invites you to Republican-controlled Florida. Florida offers the safety of wide open spaces, indoor dining, live music, sunny beaches, concerts, movie theaters, spacious occupied stadiums for sports of all types, recreational activities out in the open, and best of all, no Kung Fu Wuhan flu. Let our bright sunny skies load your body with vitamin D. Drink some Florida orange juice for some healthy vitamin C. And ladies, the men here are filled with vitamin E. Leave your masks and sanitizers at home, because in Republican-controlled Florida, we control immigration and we control the Kung Fu Wuhan flu. We're keeping it out of here. Governor Ron DeSantis invites you down to sunny Florida, where our businesses are open, our kids are in school, and we enjoy the nation's lowest infection rate for COVID-19. Come to Florida now to get away from the hype, the drama, and the lies of the lockdown cities of Democrat land. Paid for by the Florida Department of Tourism. Heading down south to Ron DeSantis's Florida. This is one of those towns that keeps turning more and more blue each year dragging more and more New York and Boston folks down there to implement the nasty, disgusting politics that destroyed New York and Boston. An example of how turning more blue will cause your city's rankings to plummet, the most imported population from up north continue to bring their disgusting Democratic Party programs and high taxes to the city, dragging it down to number 37. Then we head over to another NFL city, not for long, New Orleans, Louisiana, a place near and dear to my heart, a place I actually grew up. I've watched this city devolve into the crappy chaos hellhole it is today. Democrat run for two centuries, I don't see New Orleans getting better, ever. 
You might recall former mayor, Democrat black man Ray Nagin saying he was going to turn New Orleans into a chocolate city after Hurricane Katrina in 2005, and that's exactly what has happened. Almost 70% of the city's population is African American. Their labor market and wages lag behind the national average. Their educational system at the bottom of the bottom. Their city inspector general is conducting multiple wide-ranging investigations into fraud, corruption, and of course, Mayor LaToilette Cantrell and her constant lies, spending sprees for personal use, and all of the other crime and corruption in the city that forgot to care. Is you planning another bland vacation to the beach, to the forest, or some boring museum? The New Orleans Tourism Group invites you to visit the murder capital of America. Number nine on the world's most deadly places for gun violence, New Orleans invites you down to strap on and strap up. Bring your strap on for a rollicking gay time at the Decadence Festival or Mardi Gras. And don't forget to strap up. The New Orleans Tourism Group reminds you that New Orleans is a war zone with the highest per capita murder rate in the USA. That's right, we even more deadly than Chicago and many other Democratic-controlled cities. And the Democratic mayor of New Orleans, La Toilette Cantel, invites you down to a big sleazy New Orleans, where her failed police department can't stop or solve any crimes, and her district attorney, fresh off his 10-count tax evasion trial, will refuse to prosecute any minority offenders, no matter how heinous the crime might be. Come on, come in large groups, and be prepared to partake in traditional New Orleans activities, like Bite the Bullet, the shooting game, Swipe left, the knife slashing game, the roofie rape festival, a murderous second line parade, or the real live version of Grand Theft Auto, the daily carjacking rally. The potholes and corrupt politicians are the least of your worries. Lock your doors, because the youngsters may look like churn, but they will rob you blind, steal your car, and shoot you in the face. And they won't have any punishment or consequences for their violent actions, because this is New Orleans. It's a riot. Heading to the Northeast, another NFL city, Seattle, Washington. Mix in the so-called peaceful protests, which destroyed infrastructure, injured and killed people, and add in the crime, the progressive politics, the feces on the streets, the drug needles everywhere, and you find a democratic controlled city that runs this mess of a town that used to be beautiful. A little south of there, we go to Modesto, California for number 34. They rank as one of the least safe cities in the U.S. The city government run by six city council members and a mayor, almost all of whom are Democrats. Stay the hell out of Modesto. Number 33 brings us east to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Declines in the manufacturing sector and white flight contributed to the influx of non-taxpaying minorities and their offspring who don't work and contribute directly to the massive crime wave that fills the jails, making Pittsburgh a no-go. Back out west to California once again, you'll find in this survey that a whole bunch of the worst places to go in America, according to WalletHub, happen to be located in the Golden State, the Democrat-run hellhole that is high-tax, high-cost, high-crime California. Fresno comes in at number 32, another liberal city in California in decline. Then we go northeast to shuffle off to Buffalo, New York, another NFL town, home of the Bills. A big old no to that town, just another example of just another Democratic leadership disaster. Back to the West, back to California for our next two entries. Number 30 brings us to Sacramento, where homelessness is the big problem. 
They call him unhoused, but the feces, the needles on the sidewalks, a lovely place to not take an afternoon stroll. Really? Another California town comes in at 29? Stockton, California. High crime, high immigration issues, corruption, and a crumbling infrastructure. We're going to head over to Knoxville, Tennessee for number 28, led by a mayor and a nine-member city council. That Democrat mayor, India Cancanon, campaigned for her 2019 election by saying she would promote public safety, but the city's homicide rate has been higher than the national average ever since she took office. Back north to New York, to Syracuse, among the cities with 100,000 or more residents, Syracuse, New York has the highest child poverty rate in the nation. But they are more focused on diversity, equity, and inclusiveness than feeding their starving children. Let's go to the banking capital of North America, Charlotte, North Carolina. This now majority Blafrican American Democrat city has a Blafrican American Democratic Party mayor. He presides over a city that grew simply too fast and cannot keep up with the growth, the infrastructure, or the crime. High homelessness is a major issue in Charlotte, North Carolina, a big NBA town. Over to Nashville, Tennessee, home of the Tennessee Titans, yet another NFL city. Nashville has one of the highest long-term outstanding debt ratings per capita in the U.S., putting it as the lowest ranking for financial stability. Massive growth in population with a lagging infrastructure to keep up. Crime and homelessness are issues up there in Music City. Let's go over to New Haven, Connecticut, right around the corner from Joe Biden land. Another Democrat-run city, need I say more? Of course not. This next one kind of shocked me at number 23, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Who? Where? Moving on. Back to Los Angeles, California at number 22. They're in the midst of a severe homelessness problem, a drug problem. The good news is, according to a recent USA Today poll, the illegal immigrants coming into the United States do not want to go to LA. I don't blame them. Crime, liberal politics, massively high taxes. And did I mention crime and crime? Of course. The city's homeless population has actually outpaced New York City's and is the largest in the United States of America. Way to go, Los Angeles, another NFL town. Okay, honey, kids, gather around the kitchen table. We have to have a family meeting. Aww. I know, I know. And I know we talked about taking a two-week vacation this year. I know we discussed going out west to see the Grand Canyon, the Four Corners, the mountains, Vegas, the Pacific Ocean, and maybe ride the rides at the giant rat amusement park, but... Aww, there's always a but. I hate butts. Some people like big butts, dear. I cannot lie. But what were you saying? What I was trying to say is, our family budget simply cannot afford a two-week vacation to liberal California. Aww, uh -huh. that sucks, Dad. I know, I know. But my paycheck has not increased at all since Joe Biden became the president. His economy has destroyed the family savings account. Our credit card bill is going through the roof simply to make ends meet. And? And the cost of, well, everything has gone up over 15% since that guy became president. And? And the price of fuel for the car to make that trip is very high. And? And, and, and. Is that all you have to ask? Well, we know where this is going, right, guys? Yeah. No vacation. It's not fair. Don't blame Dad. He doesn't work for a union that can demand 40% pay raises or a four-day work week. 
We surely can't afford to stand on some picket line and earn zero. Biden's inflation has caused us to go into our savings just to pay the utilities. We're using the credit cards just to fill our gas tanks. And the cost of everything from groceries to furniture to food to fuel to your soccer uniforms has gone up too. Everything is so much higher since Joe Biden became president. And I know we just don't have the money for a long vacation to California. Aww. And I didn't want to go to California to begin with for any reason. Rat or not, ocean or not, Hollywood or not. But why not, Daddy? The liberal, progressive, Democrat-run, crime-ridden, drug-filled, high-tax socialist state is running their own residents and businesses out of state. Why the heck would we want to go there and spend one red cent of my hard-earned money? And? Well, since you asked, WalletHub ranked 11 cities in California as the worst-run 50 cities in the U.S. If they treat their own citizens this poorly, how do you think they're going to treat us as visitors? So, Dad, where do you think we should go on vacation this year? Yeah, where, Dad? I hope it's not somewhere lame. Well, kids, I'm glad you asked. I was thinking Texas. A tour from Dallas to San Antonio to Houston down to Galveston. We could do ten days for about a fourth of the cost of a trip to California, see more things, do more things. They have beaches, water parks, museums, fishing, hiking, racetracks, every sport imaginable, amusement parks, history, mystery, fantastic food with flavor, and their lower tax rates mean our money will go farther, despite Joe Biden's inflation. What do you say, kids? Yeehaw, maybe? Texas! 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 This here non-paid promotion of Texas was not brought to you by the state of Texas or any official tourist commission. Number 21 remains in Long Beach, California. Cost of living, homelessness, and crime plague this Democrat bastion of liberalism. Well, we've been to California quite often in our survey, and we've been to New York several times, and that's where we're heading back for number 20. Rochester, New York, with a liberal Democrat mayor, was among the top 10 larger cities with the highest child poverty rate. And all of those kids grow up hungry, hungry to commit crimes, and of course, to vote Democrat, continuing the cycle of poverty. Let's head out west to Salt Lake City, Utah, number 19. Property crimes well above the nation's average, rapes and robberies amongst their largest criminal issues, but Democrat Mayor Mendenhall isn't doing much to change things. Up to Baltimore, Maryland, yet another NFL city. Number 18 on the list of cities that are places you don't want to travel to. The city has one of the lowest high school graduation rates in the nation. They got lots of crime, and they're run by a 15-member city council, primarily Democrats. This is one of those crime-ridden cities on the news every night for shootings, stabbings, and of course, lots and lots of drugs. Shall we head back to California once again? Number 17 on our list of the worst places to visit or travel to on the Wallet Hub survey comes in at number 17, Riverside, California, yet another California liberal progressive city with big, big problems and no plans to resolve them. We went to Pittsburgh earlier in the countdown, but now we're going to head back, this time to Filthy Delphia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania makes our list at number 16. Democrat Party Mayor Jim Kenney has a full plate, with the city ranking 137 out of 149 in education, massive health and health care issues, poor economy rankings, and a nagging crime problem. 
You want to get your Rocky Mountain high, head over to the pot capital of America, Denver, Colorado, ranking at number 15 of the worst places to travel, according to WalletHub. Governed by a Democrat mayor and a 13-member city council, mostly Democrats, Denver boasts one of the highest violent crime rates in America. Not too many police chases because, you know, marijuana, low-speed driving, you get it. Back to New York again. This time we go to Yonkers for number 13. Lucky number 13, Yonkers, New York. Democrat-run, crime-ridden town with a massive budget issue and union issues that have nearly bankrupted the city. I've been waiting for Chicago, Illinois to hit our rankings. Number 12, Chicago ranks among the cities with the highest long-term outstanding debt per capita in the entire U.S. Chicago's economy is doing worse than that of the U.S. as a whole. Unemployment rates are higher in this Illinois city than the national average, and the job market continues to shrink. Run by a Democrat that is actually worse than Beetlejuice Lori Lightfoot, I don't see Chicago improving in the rankings anytime soon as they continue to pander to liberal, progressive, woke causes and not focus on the taxpayers who keep the city afloat. At number 48, we dealt with Kansas City, Missouri, and just across the river, it's way, way worse. Kansas City, Kansas is governed by a 10-member board of commissioners and a mayor. With one of the highest violent crime rates in the nation, Kansas City, Kansas ranks far worse at number 11 than Kansas City, Missouri across the river, which as you recall, ranked number 48 in our survey of the worst places to travel in the US, according to WalletHub. Detroit, Michigan, well, we knew they were going to rank in the top 10, and there they are at number 10. The Detroit City Council comprises eight members and a president, almost all liberal, progressive, woke Democrats. In a city with a crisis in infant mortality rates, especially amongst black families, the city's air quality sucks, the unemployment rate getting worse and worse. Tacoma, Washington comes in at number nine, another liberal Democrat stronghold with high crime, a rental rate crisis, and rising eviction rates. Hartford, Connecticut ranked 149 out of 149, dead last for their economic conditions in this survey. The Democrat-run city has serious challenges to its residents, including office vacancies, high crime, and drug use. We're gonna head back to California for number seven, this California destination to not want to go to has an eight-member city council and an elected mayor, mostly all Democrat. They face many of the same problems as all of the other woke California towns. I don't think we need to repeat them, right? Let's head down south to Mississippi's second largest city for number six on our Wallet Hub poll of places you don't want to travel to. Gulfport, Mississippi, the casino capital of the south experiencing high crime, run by a Republican mayor with a seven-member Democrat city council majority. And that split makes it difficult to get anything done to improve the city's situation. That along with high crime, lots of drug use, and of course, all of those broke gamblers. Want a drink of water? You don't want to go to number five. Flint, Michigan ranks as the fifth worst place to travel in the U.S., according to our Wallet Hub survey. Democrat-controlled, mental health and water supply issues plague this liberal bastion, which ranked 139 out of 149 for education, 144 out of 149 for city services, 124 out of 149 for safety, and 144 out of 149 for economic conditions. And as we say in Mexico, don't drink the water. Number four brings us back to Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. Old Drew Carey might think that Cleveland rocks, but our survey tends to differ. 
The Democrat-controlled city ranks at the bottom 10% of all of the rankings in the survey in financial stability risk, safety, health, economic conditions, quality of city services, and education. Their per capita income is only 66% of the national average, and their poverty rate is more than double the national average there in Cleveland, Ohio, number four on our list. We're going to head to the top three now. New York, New York. Did you think it would have been number one? I sure did. I was surprised to find that New York City, the Democrat Party mayor and their 51-member city council, mostly Democrats, are ranking at number three as the worst place to travel, along with their current rental crisis, homelessness, immigration issues. How the hell does anything get done with a 51-member city council? Homelessness, crime, poor quality of living. Oh yeah, the wealthy do well, and the TV cameras focus on those better areas of the Big Apple, but with 9 million people in the city, and 8.9 million people not doing so well, and not to mention all of those immigrants bussing into New York every day, you'd be better off, according to WalletHub, to stay the hell away from New York City. At number two, I was quite shocked to see that Chattanooga, Tennessee, is the second worst place to travel or visit, according to WalletHub. Their structure is a mayor with nine member city council. This backwoods city is growing, and along with it, growing pains. The mayor claims to not be affiliated with any political party, but the writing is on the wall. It's spelled L-I-B-E-R-A-L, liberal. The safety ranking in Chattanooga, Tennessee was 146 out of 149, and the quality of city services ranking was 129 out of 149. And I like Chattanooga. I thought it was a pretty cool place to visit. But WalletHub tends to disagree. Number one, we finally made it to the number one worst city in the United States of America to travel to, according to the WalletHub survey. San Francisco, the city by the bay, the home of naughty, nasty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi, and the place that used to be governed by the worst mayor, Gavin Newsom, the Democrat, liberal, progressive, woke nutjob who currently serves as governor of the state of California and wants to be president. San Francisco is governed by a mayor and an 11-member board of supervisors, mostly Democrats. In 2022, WalletHub data ranked San Francisco, California as the second worst-run city in the country, but they have dropped now to the very worst-run city in America. The city provides some quality services, but they have an enormous homelessness problem, a lot of debt per capita, and of course, feces on the street, needles on the sidewalks, literally a drug haven. The once former shining city by the bay is now only a crap-stained memory of its once glorious self. Such a damn shame. And people like naughty, nasty Nazi Pelosi, well, they live there supposedly. She spends most of her time in DC. And nothing is done to help the tax base, the taxpayers of that wonderful city now crumbling in ruins. Do you have a city that you think is run worse than the cities on our worst 50 run cities in America? If you do, please let us know. At Hertz Program on X, formerly known as Twitter, or the Truth Hertz Program at gmail.com by email. In fact, if you have any questions or comments about the Truth Hurts program, please feel free to write us at thetruthhurtsprogram at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter, or it's no longer Twitter, it's X, at Hertz Program. Sometimes we respond on our program, sometimes we respond directly, and a lot of times if your comments are inane, insane, ridiculous, stupid, ignorant, we just don't even bother to acknowledge them. 
So if you haven't been replied to because you made a stupid comment, don't be offended. I'm not going to waste my time, my keystrokes, or my breath in responding to insanity. We've got a whole lot to talk about on upcoming editions of the Truth Hurts program, where we tell it like it is. As always, my friends, opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. As always, I apologize if you are offended, and many of you are easily offended, snowflakes, but I retract absolutely nothing because I speak the truth, and even though sometimes that truth hurts, you just need to hear it. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music, usually courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program is pre-recorded at Studio 63 in Bayou Country. Have a great day, and we'll see you on the next edition of the Truth Hurts Program. Well, hi and howdy, everyone. This here is the Colonel. You know which Colonel. I can't say my full name on account of I don't want to get sued. But it's me, y'all, the guy who's been licking my fingers over fried chicken since 1952. Well, by now, y'all have all heard the rumors, and guess what? They're true. Starting now, we're no longer able to call our chicken finger-licking good. One group said it was offensive in an era of the Kung Fu Wuhan flu, and nobody should be a-licking anything right now. Such a shame. There's nothing quite like licking a finger. After licking a leg, I always say. <laughs> then another group says we're just plain racist for promoting fried chicken in general. Hell, we might as well close up shop. Lock up our 11 spices and our herbs. Quit plucking, quit a frying. Hell, everything else is shutting down, so why not us? <laughs> anyway, this here's the Colonel saying bye-bye to all our fans. It's been real, it's been fun, but you know what? Lately, it ain't been real fun. Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded.